Hi, this is Janine Preston of Life is a Beach. And today in the studio, I have Julia Alba, who's joining me uh, all the way from Cape Town. And we're going to be chatting to her about her epic journey from Cape Town to Cairo to London to have tea with the Queen. So I look really forward to saying, hi, Julia, how are you? I couldn't be better. Thank you so much. And now tell me something. I have to know, what made you as a retired person? Because we'll just leave the age out. We'll just say retired. So now you're a retired person and you came up with this concept of, I'm going to get in my 25-year-old Corolla. And correct me if I'm wrong, because you were together but with your age and your Corolla, you were 100 and you were going to go to the Queen. Am I right? Well, no, not quite. Okay, so here the story starts. (laughs) (laughs) I I just happened to be listening to uh, John Mathan, who was talking about, oh, the price of cars or something. And I was infuriated and rang him and said, look, next year I'm going to visit the Queen and I'm I'm going to be 80 and my car, a Toyota Conquest, is going to be 20. Together we make... A hundred, and for that we are a hundred percent, and we're going to have an absolute ball on the way, and we did. We had an absolute ball. So I now mean, you have to take me to the beginning. You made this decision. How long was it from the time that you decided I'm going to the time you got in your little car with your daughter, if I remember, and you were going right. up because she was going to get off at some stage, and you were just going to continue on your own? What was the time difference? What was the time like? It took me a a year. year. Well, you know, to get ready for a journey like this, it does take a year. You've got the cars, got to have all the carnets. You've got to have all your inoculation. You've got to get all your visas. And I mean, it it does, if you're going to do it properly, um, without any hitch, which I really kept thinking I wasn't, was going to do quite properly. I got in touch with somebody, in fact, he rang me when he heard my interview with John Mason. He rang me and he said, look, he's done the trip, he's been to Norway, if he can be of any help, he'd love to do so. And let me tell you, he became my left, right hand and every hand known. He was absolutely wonderful because he could tell me to do it in stages, you know, so it wasn't all one long thing, it was, it was stages. So it, it was a year to get ready. And I bet your children were so thrilled, they couldn't oh. wait to see the back of you. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you something, my children were horrified, absolutely horrified by kids um, at first. And then they all came to the party. And, and they all they, got involved. And they all got involved. And you know, gosh, I've got a wonderful family. Now tell me, you, you got in your car, it was morning time, daughter got in the other side, you got in the driver's seat. How did you feel? Devastated. Was I doing the right thing? Was oh, I not doing the right thing? And then I thought, you know, I'm doing this for me. Nobody knows I'm doing it except my very close bunch of friends. Nobody really knew I was going anywhere. And then I set off and I decided on that day to do a blog 
because to do a, a trip like I was going to do on my own was an awful pity not to share it. You know, half and of that is sharing. Absolutely. And and tell me something. What tools did you get into the car? Like, I know you obviously had a jack and a spare tire and, you know, those mechanical things. But what other things did you take with? Did you have a phone, like a satellite phone that would work through all the countries? Did you have your favorite teddy bear? Was your was your coffee filter on hand that worked in the car? What What did you take with you that would make you feel, hey, I'm Julia and I'm going to be fine? Well, I had, I had chocolate biscuits, tins and tins of chocolate biscuits. Oh my goodness! I had big pens. I had two thousand big pens. Goodness me! And I had lollipops, suckers for the kids. <laughs> and you know, this friend of mine said to me, "Don't give any money on the way. No money." Um, if you've got to give something, give them something to eat. So I thought every time I was stopped, I handed out my chocolate biscuits, my big pens to the children, and then, of course, um, the suckers were as an extra. And I tell you something, at the borders, I was made more than welcome because they all wanted a chocolate biscuit. <laughs> and tell me, when you when you got to the first border, which is now exiting South Africa, because first of all, if I remember, you dropped your daughter off. Oh. That was like your last sort of comforting moment because she was with you till I think you got to Joburg or somewhere around there, and then she got out of the car. How did that feel? Oh, dreadful. Simply dreadful. You know, she was incredibly wonderful. She supplied all the tissues as I cried all the way up. Um, the passes and everything and I, I, thinking, God, I'm leaving my comfort zone, I'm leaving home, how am I going to survive? And then it was an adventure and gosh, it was wonderful. Every corner, every turn was, oh, magic. And when you got to the borders, now obviously you got your first border, then you got your second border. Now you're kind of on your own. As they say in Afrikaans, stok siel alien. So now yeah. you're on your own. And, and, and when you got there, did they know about you? Did they know you were coming? Or were they amazed that there was this little old lady, in inverted commas, yeah. so please don't take that as, a, as an aside. But here's this little old lady, white lady as well, and she's in her little Toyota Conquest. Where is she going? Or did they know you? No, it was very, very interesting you should say that because word got out further, the further up I went, um, word got about that there was this extraordinary woman arriving in her very much, you know, really way out car. And um, she had chocolate biscuits. And oh my goodness, so you were known as the chocolate biscuit lady, never mind oh. the fact that you left Cape Town and you were going to the Queen. No. It was about the chocolate biscuits. Yes. <laughs> and, and when I arrived and, and they'd look at my hands and, you know, look to see. And until I put my hand in my pocket and pulled out a chocolate biscuit, uh, did they really know that this was, I mean, chocolate biscuit time. And, and obviously uh, your passport is going into the museums because you've got all these stamps with chocolate biscuits. Or oh. did they have chocolate fingerprints? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You can't believe how funny it was. 
I mean, people were amazingly kind. And you know something? I didn't have one incident of, not one incident of anything but generosity, kindness. When I was invited into homes, oh, I can't tell you, it was wonderful. And I mean, I met a man and his wife and children on the, on the edge of uh, Lake Naivasha, and he invited us into his home. Now, at that stage, I was driving with a young man who was um, actually a, um, an advertiser with me, and he just wanted to come along for the trip, which was terrific because he did the driving and I did the navigating, which was very easy because you just keep on the the blue route, that's all. Okay. And um, anyway, we go back to this man, uh, um, Dan, and he invited us in with his, to stay with his wife and children. And we had clean sheets and wonderful food, wonderful hospitality. And over the period of days, I said to him, I want to go to Europe and go to, you know, go and visit the Queen. And he said, which way are you going? I said, I've no idea, but I'm leaving Athens. So I'll go from Athens and then into Europe. And he said, well, will you go to uh, Croatia? And I said, yes, I suppose I will. So he said, well, I am Croatian and I would like to drive you through Croatia. Well, oh my goodness. Now, what could be what could be better than that? I mean, really. So, and today he is a very dear friend. That was one very dear friend. Did he fly to Croatia to drive you through Croatia? Yes. yes. Oh my word. Yes. So he and flew there and met you there, obviously. And and this trip obviously took about a year. It must have been a, yes, a, a, a year. Yeah, it was about a year. I had my, yes, I had my 81st birthday in, in London. And then I came back far the other way, which was far Italy. And then, unfortunately, we put the car on a boat to get to Egypt. And I flew home and was so ill I nearly died Good I heavens. can't think I mean of what I don't know but I mean really ill and even now I'm still sort of struggling over it um, that's now I might tell you about three years later but that's beside the point but I'll tell you that the friends I made the next friend I made was when I was lying dying in my hospital bed and the phone rang and a man said, can I drive your car home from Egypt? I said, I beg your pardon. He said, can I drive your car back? I said, well, of course you can. I mean, I don't know you. He said, I met you for 10 minutes in a pub on the way in, in the oh middle of Africa. Goodness. And I, I said, I can't remember that. But he said, I'll drive, I'll bring the car back. And I, I said to the children, well, I, I don't know who he is, but I mean, he might even pinch the car. They said, so it doesn't matter. Well, he drove back to Cape Town. 
good heavens. Now, so he's got an exciting story as well oh, to tell because that little car went up and down. Up and down. The whole way. And you know what? She never misses a beat. You get in, you turn the key, and boom, there she is. So Toyota must be really, really chuffed because you're a real good story for their car. Well, yes. Yes and no, because those were the days 20 years ago when a car was made to last. Today, they, they're not so, you know. They, they, you no, they're not made to last. I agree. But now when you got to Croatia and you were driving across Europe, was your intention to see the Queen? Or to see her from the Buckingham Palace gates. Yes, it was. In the end, I had to make some, have some route. So I said, I'm going to see the Queen. So I wrote a letter to the Queen to say, you know, dear ma'am, can I make this possible? You know, and I got a letter back saying she was very sorry from her lady-in-waiting. Very sorry, but she had uh, a trooping the colour and then she had Royal Ascot and she just couldn't fit me in. So I thought, oh, well, I can't let that go. So I wrote to Prince Charles and said, you know, would he be able to see me? And he said, terribly sorry, but he's got... Uh, no, he's got his... Uh, a trooping the colour, you know, it's his mother's birthday. And blah, blah. And blah, blah. <laughs> and you drove across Africa. You were 80 years old. You drove across Africa to, to visit them. I mean, the least they could have done was given you five minutes. Come on. Exactly. Well, the only thing was that when I got as far as writing to Camilla, who said she couldn't do it because blah, blah, blah. 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 And, <laughs> but she would love to meet me if she came to Cape Town. Well, let's hope that she certainly does. Oh. It would have been awesome if they had taken the trouble to meet you on their home ground. I mean, you Absolutely. drove there, Julia. Absolutely. But I so had a lovely time in London and England, and it was lovely. And thank God I don't live there, because it just, I knew at the end of that glorious weather, it was going to get cold. Oh, my goodness. You know and tell winter. me, when you were... When you, when you were going to come back, if you weren't ill, would you have driven back or were yes. you quite happy to fly back? No, no, I would have driven back and I'll tell you why. I've made so many good friends along the way that I wanted to come, I wanted to drive back. I wanted to pick up various grandchildren along the way and I wanted to show them the beauty of Africa and to show them the hospitality of Africa and by your accent it doesn't sound like you were born here yes I was born here I but you was. have such a beautiful English accent oh that's my mother who used to say A-E-I-O-U <laughs> <laughs> you. you just sound so British I would have thought you were British no no I'm not I'm South African and very proud of it and I tell you something, um, you know, I, I saw an awful lot of Europe as well. And however beautiful the European countries are, and they are exceptionally beautiful, some of them, there just is no place like 
Africa. Like home. Yeah. And tell me, in terms of the cost of your visas, were they exorbitant or did everyone sort of say, well, this is an epic journey, we have to give her a break? Oh, don't be silly. No, 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 they were exorbitant. And I tell you what was exorbitant was all the inoculations. Oh, goodness me, that must That's have been something. And then, of course, with the carne of the car, they make you put a down payment of the value of the car which you only sure. get back when you show them that you bought the car back. Good heavens. But they uh, they cottoned on to, I don't know how um, people started to hear about the story, not certainly not. Through carte blanche, because that's where I saw ah. tall Derek Watts, very yes. tall Derek Watts, yes. standing next to this tiny lady who was about to go across Africa without the bulking, hulking Derek Watts. She was going to get in her little car and her little self, and she was driving up Africa, this enormous continent. So when we saw that story, so many of us followed your journey, and all we did was root for you to say, please make it. Whatever happens, just please get there. And then to hear that your journey just continued and continued. I mean, three years later, we're still talking about you. So that was where you came on our horizon, and I thought, I wonder what happened to that lady who, who traveled up Africa. I have to find her. And finding you wasn't difficult. Oh, well, do you know something? First of all, I must tell you, I would have taken Derek Watts, except I couldn't fit him into the tent. <laughs> in the car. <laughs> You'd have to long. cut a hole in the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me, Julia, would you do it again? Yes. In the blink of an eye, I would do it again. And what, and, and in terms of, of the drive, what are you planning next? Because clearly you're not a lady who's going to sit down and say, I'm not doing anything again. What is your plan? Because I can see that naughty glint in the eye and I can just know that there's, there's something in the, in the pipeline. Well, my children think I, I one day will be able to drive to maybe, maybe to pick and pay or maybe. <laughs> but... Uh, next year, because I feel fantastic now, but I must give myself time to build up more strength. I want to go as far as I can up the other side. Uh, did you go up the west coast or which the coast, east coast? Which coast did I go up? You went up the west coast. I went no, up the, the west east coast. coast. The east coast I went up. I don't know which coast I went up. But well, let's I, put it this way. You either went up the United States side or the Indian side. <laughs> it's got to be one or the other. <laughs> but I'll tell you something that I'd love to see the Congo and beyond. I would absolutely, I just would like to see how far I could get. I what were the go, highlights of your trip? Oh, the highlights were the people wonderful people the, the the I tell you what I saw you would absolutely I mean the mountains when you get to in Ethiopia you get to the Simeon mountains which are enormously high and the animal life there and and then you go you get to the other side which is the depth you, you're going down below sea level and you're seeing the salt mines and and it's near right near um where i can't even remember where it's near 
but it is it's in Ethiopia right at the top in the south side at right at the top of the north it's it's wonderful but you know again, did you manage to see the gorillas at all in Rwanda no. I'm not sure which route no. you went no sadly did not. you see a lot of animals did you did you see no. a lot of wildlife the animals get less the further north you go I oh, that's did sad. I did branch off and I went to Uganda because I, my son who'd done an overland said to me mum you cannot miss Uganda well I couldn't miss Uganda so I went to Uganda and then when we got to Egypt uh, my son-in-law got out of the car and I was sitting in the uh, really boiling away in the heat and he came back and he said, you've used all your carnets. Um, you, you spent all your carnets. Now we're stuck. Oh, my goodness. What's a carnet? Well, for the car. Oh, that's it. right. That's right. Yes. And so he said, you will have to stay here. I've got to go through to Egypt to try and get you... I've got to just try and get you, you know, a way out of here. Otherwise, you're going to possibly be living here. So I think that's <laughs> all right. Now, I pictured something, and here we are in the middle of the desert, and I thought, well, there's bound to be lovely, you know, palm trees. Oasis water, kind of thing. Lovely. <laughs> Not a bit of it. He put me in the cafe, oh and I spent two nights sleeping with seven Egyptians in the cafe. Oh, my word. And have you got pictures of this? I no, presume you have. Not, no, not very many. But you know what? It is so funny because you say, oh, you were so old. I wasn't, but I was just the right age because I was too old to be raped. And I was having such a good time. Um, you know, the other side of, of 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 being my age, but you also got so much respect from locals because they always exactly. respected their gogos and they respected exactly. their grandparents, and on yes. the whole, they respected people yes. of an age older than themselves or their mom. Yes, absolutely. You said it. You put your finger on it, and that is what happens all the way through Africa. And that's how they feel. And with that respect, you also return the respect. Because it is so special to have, I mean, all these people, from the children right the way through uh, to adulthood, they all look after you. They all come with water. Just kindness. Kindness. Did you find... As you were driving through and they recognized you, there was some kind of premier or prime minister or someone who came to greet you in any of the countries, some sort of high level, yes. high ranking, I think they call them high ranking officer come to say, hello, this is who I am and welcome to our country. Well, the only one it happened in was in, in Tanzania, where our um, um, head of, uh, what would you call him? head of state there came he rang up and he said could he come and see me oh no could I go and see him and then I said yes I'd love to see, meet him and then he said could he come and see me off now that really was oh something. wow 
and he came to wave me goodbye, this large man, wonderful, wonderfully kind. Um, it was only there that anyone knew that I was driving through, otherwise I just whisked through with, with the truck drivers. I mean, I and incredibly so that you had this ability to light up people's lives because just talking to you, you've made my day. And I know those that are listening, you've made their day. So clearly driving through Africa, you made everyone smile that there was this Gogo driving through Africa. Either she was completely nuts or she was just, you know, kind of, we have to be kind to her because who knows that she's not all there, that all her marbles are not in one basket. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so being kind to you in that sense, you know, so watching you drive through. Did you have to catch, did you go from Egypt across to uh, Italy or where did you go from no, Egypt from into Egypt, Europe? Egypt I flew home because I reached Alexandria. And that was the end of the line for me. And you have to come home every three months. Otherwise, oh, really? Yeah, otherwise the medical aid doesn't pay. Oh, they, my goodness. So you just, actually came home every three months yes. during that year. And if you can even do a flight to this country and do a U-turn and go back again. And is that what you did? No. Because your children weren't going to allow you to do that. No, I was far too busy. I came home. No, I was far too busy to see. I had to see people, the family, and no. And then you flew back to your destination where your car was. Yes. And my car was my, my turning point. And my children were absolutely wonderful I well mean, they I, must have been because your son-in-law was with you in egypt oh, so he must have flown back with you to make sure that you were okay <laughs> he was marvelous i mean he really was he was and you know going through the desert half of which i did on my own but to have company to be able to share you know, the desert is magnificent. It is so beautiful. And you know, there's, there's, the, the, the sand doesn't stay still, it moves. So you've got that permanent, you know, the movement all the time and it changes shapes and- Wow. It's, oh, it's beautiful, beautiful. So now are you gonna be planning to go into schools and teach them geography? Because clearly your knowledge of geography is far better than what I read in the books. Well, I would love to, because <laughs> I think that, I do think that everybody should take an opportunity in their lives to do what I've done. Possibly if it, it's not in this country, if it's in another country, because it's, I tell you, you will see more on your feet than you will in the air. I mean, I'd say to everybody, who flies over that wonderful silver lining of, of, of the road, the highway, which if you look out of the aeroplane window, you see that, that road. But if you're on it and driving it, ah, oh, the magic of it, of, of, you know, passing just any, you know, in the middle of, right in the middle of the, of the bush 
um, we were driving along and there was a, a mud puddle we could see quite far on and there was an elephant just oh, having wait. a drink and you know uh, that sort of thing is it, you, it's so special that you will okay see it in a game park but not just wandering through Africa and Goodness that me. was just so now I need you to do something for me. What? I want to see your map of your route. <laughs> I would love to see your grandchildren help you to draw a map and draw your route up through Africa to see the Queen and back again, just with a red or a different color. Because I think if I could put that together with your blog and, and with your podcast, putting it next to your podcast to show people exactly the enormity of what you took on. Because I don't think it's you, you understand it until you see the mileage and you, you understand how you did that. Yes, I, I, I think that I would love to do it for you. I really would. Um, I've got my grandchildren, two, what, three of them, I think, for, the, for Easter. <coughs> and I'm sure that's a great project for them. <laughs> and they, I'm sure, will love it. I mean... My one, my granddaughter, uh, the youngest one, who just got her driving license, so she couldn't drive in Europe, but she could come with me. And she was simply marvellous. I mean, she would do the bookings for the B&Bs and uh, with my other daughter, who is, did all our bookings. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, don't apologise. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're just about done. <laughs> sorry, sorry, my other daughter. No, no worries. Is, is a booking. <laughs> she did the booking, um, and this my youngest daughter. She took all the blogs, and put them in the right sort of order, and got them readable. And um, between the two of them, they actually did everything. Oh and goodness. I really did nothing at all. I just sat in the car. And Tracy is the car. It's so good. You just sort of say, Tracy, we'll go that way. And she goes. I mean, it's a wonderful car. And you see, that's, that's almost like Mary Poppins and her broom. Was it a broom that she flew on or was it a, a bag or it was a, an umbrella? But there you were, Mary Poppins and your Tracy and the two of you were off on an adventure. Yes. And, and you're such an inspiration to so many of us saying, you know what, retirement is for the old. It's oh. definitely not for people like you and me. Yes. So I'm, I'm very happy to have spent this time with you. Julia, I can't wait to hear your next adventures because I'm certainly following you. And I'd love to see that map of Africa after the Easter holidays yes. of how you went, the mileage, where you went, the time it took, just a little date and, a, and, a, and kilometers because that gives everybody a bit of idea an, an idea of how far you actually travel did you ever do your kilometers well did I you ever you know them? I, I never i've got them sort of all broken down but i never ever every time we filled up with petrol which was quite often um then i'd write down the mileage as well mileage yes but you know um funny enough like toyota who very very kindly gave me a motor car but they only came on board the very last 
Only because I think they thought I'd die or the car would die. (laughs) (laughs) And they wouldn't want to put their name on the RIPs, (laughs) either of us. I love the way you put that. (laughs) I'm surprised they're not using you in an advert. (laughs) Well, you know, I didn't, when when we were going up, we were just, the Suez, it was almost, um, we were right on the edge of the of the water going up to Egypt and I got a phone call from uh, Toyota saying is it too late I said never too late so they said would like to give you a car and I said well thank you very much I'll accept that <laughs> but I'm at the end of my trip <laughs> well, and you know uh, they gave me a car. Sadly, it wasn't an automatic, which is all I can drive now because I fell on both my shoulders on my travels. You know how oh my you, goodness. you do fall down. And they're both very bad. And, and I can't do very much with sort of changing gears and things. But I'll tell you that I couldn't have done a trip like this without my family, with the support I had from them. So you do need support. I I really hope you'll send me a family photo so we can certainly use that in the story because there's obviously a story that we type as well, putting the podcast in it. So I would love for you to send me a family photo so that we can include your entire family. And I'm going to be talking to them too to hear about their naughty grandmother. And it's interesting how they must be so thrilled to have a weird grandmother. I mean, how many of us can say we have a weird grandmother? Well, not very many, I don't think. (laughs) Isn't it wonderful? And we have this grandmother who's likely to jump out of a plane. Really, my grandmother's knitting socks. Oh, <laughs> well, you know something that's also very, very good. Keep knitting. Winter's coming. My she, mother loved knitting. Bless what? her cotton socks. She and she went everywhere with us. She was in a wheelchair, and my mother went to everything with us. We never left her behind, and we just learned so many things. And when she finally got really ill, and when she couldn't go with, boy, was she cross. Oh, <laughs> that was mad for her. Mad. I know. It was, it was terribly. But Julia, it's been such a pleasure. And I really thank you for taking the time to oh. talk to me. I, I just find that such a privilege. Oh. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I really, I'm, I'm privileged to spread my stories. I'm so happy to do that. And thank you so much for listening to me. And not interrupting. Oh, it's, oh, it's such a pleasure to listen to you. Oh my goodness, I could do this all day long. I'm just sorry that we have to that we have to hang up. But I, I can't wait to talk to you again just to hear about your next adventure. And you can't leave me out of the planning for the next one. You do know that, don't you? Oh, of course I do. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, thanks a lot. Thank you, Julia. And I'm Janine Preston with Life is a Beach. We've been talking to Julia Alba, who traveled from Cape Town to Cairo to London and back to Joburg and did all those things with her little car, Tracy, at the, uh, at the young old age of 80-odd, 80, 80 and change.